It is zero hour thirty universal time. Time for the news in special English. The United States Justice Department has brought charges against two Iranians. They are accused of plotting with people in the Iranian government to kill the Saudi ambassador to the United States. A statement from the White House said President Obama spoke by telephone with Saudi Ambassador Adil Al-Jubair. Mr. Obama called the plot a flagrant violation of American and international law. Justice officials identified one suspect as Mansour Arbabsiar. He was arrested at New York's John F. Kennedy Airport on September 29th. He holds Iranian and American passports. The second suspect is Golam Shakuri. Officials say he has not yet been captured. American Attorney General Eric Holder said the plot was, in his words, conceived, sponsored, and directed from Iran. Israel and the Palestinian group Hamas say they have reached an agreement to free an Israeli soldier held in the Gaza Strip. In exchange, Israel will free more than 1,000 Palestinian prisoners. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced the Egyptian negotiated agreement late Tuesday. He said, if all goes as planned, Israeli soldier Gilad Shalit should be home within days. The soldier was captured in June of 2006. Hamas leader Khalid Meshal confirmed a deal had been reached. News of the deal set off wild celebrations in Gaza and other areas. Israel's top security official denied reports that the most famous Palestinian prisoner, Marwan Barghouti, would be included in the exchange. Fighters for the new government in Libya say they are now in control of the police headquarters in Sirte. They claim they are close to taking full control of the city. Witnesses say National Transitional Council forces could be seen firing shots into the air in celebration. In the past few days, NTC fighters, insert, have captured the city's main hospital, the university, and a convention center. Supporters of former Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi had used the convention center as their main base of operation. NTC officials say the capture of CERT will permit them to declare the country free. That is because, with CERT captured, the NTC controls all of Libya's ports and harbors. Thousands of Yemenis have demonstrated in the capital, Sana'a. The protests took place Tuesday. At the same time, Britain's United Nations diplomats 
discussed a possible resolution on Yemen with UN Security Council members. The measure would urge President Ali Abdullah Saleh to support a Gulf Cooperation Council proposal that calls for him to surrender power. The UN's Special Representative for Yemen warned that the security situation in the country has grown worse. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. A peaceful day of voting has ended in Liberia. It was the second time national elections have been held since the end of a civil war. Many people arrived at voting stations during the night so they could be among the first to vote. Election observers told VOA that most voting stations opened as planned. They also reported no major problems, even with heavy rain falling in parts of Liberia. President Ellen Johnson Sirleaf is facing a difficult fight for a second term. After voting in her home village, she admitted that many Liberians are still poor, but said that she has a very good chance for re-election. More than ten other candidates are seeking the presidency. Her main opponent, Winston Tubman, told the Voice of America his party would win because it has what he called the recipe to unify the country. The United States Senate has passed a bill that could lead to action against China or any country found to unfairly control the value of its money. The bill would permit American action if the Treasury Department finds a country is manipulating its money and not taking steps to fix it. The proposed law also makes it easier for American companies to seek taxes on foreign imports. Many American lawmakers say Chinese monetary manipulation helps to increase sales of Chinese goods on world markets. They have said the Chinese actions make American goods more costly. Opponents fear the measure could start a trade war with China. The Chinese government has denied undervaluing the yuan. It says it is taking steps to let its value rise and fall naturally against the dollar. The United States says it is deeply disappointed by the judgment and sentencing of Ukraine's former Prime Minister Yulia Tymoshenko. The Obama administration said Ms. Tymoshenko's trial has raised concerns about Ukraine's commitment to democracy and the rule of law. It called for her release. Earlier, Russia criticized Ukraine for sentencing the former prime minister to seven years in prison. 
she was accused of abusing power in connection with a natural gas deal that she negotiated between the two countries in 2009. Ukraine's government says the deal has caused a budget loss of $200 million. Two Italian men have walked for more than 550 kilometers to meet with Pope Benedict at the Vatican. The two men say they were sexually abused by Roman Catholic clergymen. Their protest walk failed when the Pope refused to meet with them. They had hoped new attention to the sexual abuse problem would lead to an independent investigation. Instead, they gave a letter to a Vatican official. The letter demanded rules that require clergy who sexually abuse children to be removed from the ministry. In the past, Pope Benedict has met with abuse victims. He has promised the Catholic Church will take action to protect children and bring abusers to justice. Here again is the major news. The United States Justice Department has accused two Iranians of plotting to kill the Saudi ambassador to the United States. Israel and the Palestinian group Hamas say they have reached an agreement to free Israeli soldier Gilad Shalit. And fighters for Libya's new government say they are now in control of the police headquarters in the city of Sirte. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.